When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That's right. Welcome in. Welcome back, folks. This is going to be an exciting one. Welcome to Twitter Predicts Notre Dame's 2024 Record Edition at the Always Irish Show. As always, you can find that program on YouTube. Do it. Subscribe if you haven't yet. Appreciate it very much. Give the video a thumbs up. That helps Yanni Boy out as well. Notifications on. That way you're alerted every time a new episode drops. I know you don't want to miss it. Twitter. Search bar. Always Irish. Rat. Always Irish. Shake. Emails. Always Irish. Andy at gmail.com. Audio only. Anywhere you want it. You can get it. If you don't want to see my face, I totally understand the calling lines. 312-988-15. You dialed up. Tell Uncle Johnny all you've heard and seen. Instagram, Facebook, always Irish. USA Today, Fighting Irish Wire. If you want to read all about it, that's your prerogative. Patreon.com, a slash always Irish. Former captain, leading tackler, Mike Goolsby and myself. Buying a paywall, talking college football, what could go wrong? A lot. It's beautiful. Thank you for everybody that's there already. Really appreciate it. All right. This is very simple. Somebody, I don't even remember, some college football account posted, here's Notre Dame's uh, schedule. Predict their record. That's as old school as it gets. Here's the schedule. Predict the record. Let's show you what I predicted. Again, this is early. Things could change. What else are you going to do? It's the offseason. Give us a break, right? I'll show you what I put. I'll get into why I put it. And then we'll get into all the responses. And we'll see what we get. So let me pull this up here. And I'm going to switch over here so I can scroll. Pro Football Focus College. What is your record prediction for Notre Dame in 24? I put 11 and 1-ish. And I think some people don't like the ish. Because the ish is nuance. The ish is doesn't lock me into an exact number, all right? That is my ballpark. Last year when we did this, I said 10 and 2 with leeway, one up and one down. That was just my feeling. And in August, we did the final thing before the season. And I my prediction was 10 and 2 with leeway, one up if things go great and one down if things go bad. I don't have to tell you how that turned out. 
Uh, unfortunately, it was the one down. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, or I'm getting choked up. All right, here's something I want to know. I am really intrigued to know what the Vegas line's going to be for Notre Dame this year. I do. Do they dare put that line at 11? Do they put that win over underline at 11? Because a lot of people are in that ballpark, man. And so I put 11 and one ish, meaning I could see them fall right on 11 and one. If they have a magnificent year and the teams on the schedule that you think are going to be the better ones are worse than we think. And the other ones are as bad as I think, then 12 and 0 is in the ballpark. If you got a bad situation where maybe you lose week one, that leaves you no margin at all to be 11-1 for 11 more games. That's a lot to ask. Especially if you have enough weaknesses that you lose week one when you're going to be ranked in the top 10 and they're not even probably going to be ranked or at the bottom of the top 25. So that's how I arrive at 11-1-ish. Schedule is easier than last year. Here's the other thing. It isn't just who you play, but it's it's when. It's schedule spacing. Everybody knows Notre Dame had eight weeks in a row before break and had four night games against undefeated teams in a row in that stretch. That's awful, awful scheduling. Just at, at bottom of the barrel, awful scheduling. Like, we don't care about the football program, whatever's going to Like, it's no effort scheduling. To have that all allow for it to be built and end up that way. John, what do you want him to do? Certain teams are going to be good. You can't help it. You could help going to Ireland now. You could help partying in Dublin instead of having a bye week and breaking up those four night games, by the way, where you lost half of them. So spare me that. Spare me that. You didn't have to go to Dublin, but you wanted a trip and a good TV number. I value winning over drinking in Dublin. Sorry, that's just me. Maybe I have my priorities backwards. Son of a gun. Anyways, so I add 11-1-ish. The schedule is much more nav easily navigatable. You have A&M early, a big gap till Louisville at home, the next big moment. Then you have a gap. Then you have Florida State at home. Then you have a gap. Then you have USC. And I'll throw a sneak game in. Georgia Tech at the Georgia Dome. There's a tricky game. I, you're talking about like Duke and Louisville last year. I'll circle at Georgia Tech in that dough. Well, it's not at their place, at the Georgia Dome. As a sleeper game. Spatially, this schedule's way more favorable than last year in almost every way. Uh, so let's get into the responses here. Mark says, what's the one loss? Here's my answer to that. Mark might not like it. Here's my answer. My answer is, I don't feel the need to have to pick a game right now for the 11 and 1. What if I just say the odds of anybody, let alone Notre Dame, going 12 and 0 are not as good as the odds that they would have at least one loss and I'm playing the numbers? Do you follow me or are you going to say that's a cop out? Statistically, it's really, really hard to go 12 and 0. 
And so that's baked into this for me. Unless I really thought all the teams you were playing sucked and I was sure Notre Dame was elite and I'm not. So when I'm saying 11-1, I don't feel the pressure to pick that one loss right now. I'm looking at it more as the likelihood of any team going 12-0, let alone Notre Dame, is, is not nearly as high as the likelihood they'll have a loss. That's how I'm looking at it. Chris Reeves, 11-1 is the floor with this group. If that's the floor, Notre Dame's having a great year. The Gipper himself, 12-0, winning South Bend in a Snow Bowl game in December, then a national championship in Marcus's third year. I know what the statue needs to be, man. That's beautiful, Gipper. Maybe he'll win just one for you. My main man, Sacco, 12-0. Make no excuses, take no prisoners. Reclaim the throne. Oh boy, here's an LSU guy. I'm sure he's going to be favorable towards Notre Dame. Lose any game in this schedule, and y'all need to y'all need to find a different head coach. Yeah, I know, man. I really wish I could find a head coach who loses to Cincinnati at home his last year at Notre Dame with the playoff on the line. If only I had that guy, I might be a lot better shape. That's your guy now. You can have him. He's yours. He's yours. The king of Mardi Gras. He's yours, man. Mark Carroll, 12-0, then a run through the playoffs. Wow. Kevin, the over-under is going to be 11 or 11 and a half. Is this what it feels like to be Alabama or Georgia? Okay, maybe this is an easier schedule, but the idea of being a clear favorite in all 12 games is the same. There is a realistic scenario where Notre Dame's literally favored for all these games. But I can't let that make me go 12-0 and 0 then. Notre Dame was favored to beat uh, Marshall by a lot at home, and how did that go? Like, just because Notre Dame's favored doesn't mean they're going to win. You should all know that. Rhino. If they are 1-0, I believe 11 and 1 is possible. If they're 0 and 1, 9 and 3 is definitely possible. Man, I get that. I definitely get that. I mean, he's not being exact with the number because he has two scenarios there, but his thought, I totally get it. If Notre Dame starts out 1 and 0 and beats AM, then then anything's possible. I agree with him. If you start 0 and 1, your margin's gone, and then nobody's going to know where we're at, and all the vibes are going to be down. That gets tricky. Doug, barring injuries or serious O-line issues, this is a 12-0 type schedule. 10-2 would be disappointing, and less than that would be moving in the wrong direction. Defense should be elite, and with a good offense, they should be hard to beat. Doug, pretty good point. I think that's very well-reasoned. Crespin, I don't like playing triple option teams right before our last two difficult games, Florida State, USC. Have to win week one on the road. Kyle Field will most definitely have a record-breaking crowd, and the weather's going to be really hot near 100 degrees. Um, I'm guessing it's going to be a night game, which should help. And then also, I'm not going to act like it isn't, Humid as could be in late August in South Bend, Indiana, either. It is usually bone dry and humid as hell the whole month. 
So Notre Dame should be getting ready in that and then go play probably a night game where it'll cool off a little bit. Jeez. Newman must go 11 and one. 10 and two will have us play it in yet another Friday afternoon bowl game. A playoff Friday afternoon bowl game? I'm genuinely asking. Kid America, 11 and one is a minimum. 10 and two and they will not make the playoffs. If that happens, he cannot be the coach moving forward. Unbelievable. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know about that. If, if you go, follow me here. You would have a coach in his third year showing improvement each of the three years on record, and then you're going to run him out of town. While you have the, currently have the number one recruiting class in 25, I know it's not going to stay there, but it's going to be pretty good. That's a wild one. Oh boy. Here's a Michigan guy. Texas A&M is a tricky way to start your season, but the schedule overall, very favorable. I have them making the playoff. I think Riley Leonard could do some things for them this year. Wow. That's about the most reasonable Michigan fan I've ever engaged with ever here. Tommy, I have a bad feeling we're going to screw up another game or two. Well, your history of Notre Dame supports your fear. Brandon, another Michigan guy. 10-2 with that schedule is not playoff worthy. We'll see. We'll see. They don't even hold strength of schedule against teams in the four-team playoff. Are they really going to do it for the 12? They don't even hold that against power five teams who play nobody now. Why would they do it with an expanded field? Jeff. 12 and 0 and the playoffs. Mike Ross, if you lose one game on this cupcake schedule, you really do suck. I'm guessing that's not a Notre Dame fan. Uh, Mike says the tech game is one game that worries me. That's going to be my early sleeper of the year. Georgia Tech, squeeze where it is on the schedule at that neutral site. It's going to be in the Georgia Dome. That is tricky. 12 and 0 if they win game 1 there's a lot of that. Stabler fan 12 and 0 but still not sure if they're national championship contenders. Fair because we've seen Notre Dame go 12 and 0 and prove to not be contenders before. Will Toledo mud ends. John, what does the concept of a 24-25 football national championship game between Notre Dame and the Ohio State make you feel? excited about the prospect of it because if you get to that point you had a great regular season and you won three playoff games before you get to the title game that's like the last 30 years of success wound into one year was is what that would equal johnny says worst nd schedule i've ever seen shameful dude how is it notre dame's fault that you don't think Texas A&M and all their oil money players are going to be good. Or now people, we're all saying USC's elite now. Now they're all saying USC's nothing again after last year. Florida State was almost in the playoff and all that. Now they're terrible. Like, bro, I don't know what you want me to do about that. Al says the Louisville game's in South Bend. Yeah, it shouldn't be the Super Bowl where we don't get the invite to like it was last year. Juan says, show me the loss, John. I already told you. I don't have to show you the loss. I show you the statistics that show it's much more likely any team's going to lose a game than go undefeated. That's just math. 
Dave, two to three losses, hopefully less. Charles, 10 and two miss in the playoffs. You lose to A&M and Louisville. Ooh, I don't like that. I don't like it at all. The man in the Michigan hat. Are we going to talk about ND's schedule now? Because what the hell is this? The difference is with Notre Dame's games of flex outside the ACC agreement, Notre Dame went and scheduled Texas A&M and SEC team, and you got USC on there. Outside of the five that you're already going to get with that you can't do anything about from the ACC. So when Michigan has those outside their conference, they schedule four high schools. Notre Dame schedules USC as one of them and then did A&M. And oh, by the way, as a series with Alabama coming up, one with Ohio State that just ended. Like, give me a break. Just played Georgia. Horse fighter, 12 and 0 ish. 12 and 0 ish. A couple people are saying that. 9 3, 12 and 0, 12 and 0, 10 and 2. Geez, what an easy schedule. All right. So that's, those are the end of the immediate comments there. Um, Really interesting. I, I just, I don't want to be this guy, but I got to be this guy. So much of this is all going to weigh on week one. It just is. So much of what this could be and will be is hanging on 1-0 or 0-1 coming out of A&M. Just motivation-wise, percentage-wise, what's likely with 11 more games, um, the vibes, like the energy, like the momentum or lack thereof, all of it. That week one's going to weigh heavy on how this all goes. So I got to ask you guys in the comments, what do you think the record's going to be? And explain your reasoning. And did any of those specific responses stick out to you? Let me know what you guys think. Really interesting.